good day, friends, family, friends who become family, courageous, powerful queens within the wellness tribe. It's Moni J, your women's wellness life coach. And as always, sis, I greet you with love and with light. I have paused my podcast for a moment without even knowing that that's what I was doing because I took some time to go further inward to understand with more depth the fullness of my being, the who, the how, the why. I've grown in my self-awareness. I've definitely understood on a deeper level the importance of aligning belief and behavior, and I'm taking some significant action steps toward the wellness uh, that I truly desire within my life. So all I to say, I'm coming back to you because Spirit has been Uh, downloading ideas and messages and affirmations into my life throughout the last few weeks that I've been on pause, but I've wanted to be patient in how I process the messaging so that I could offer it to you in as synthesized and rich and concentrated. You know, sometimes you want the concentrated form of something. So I'm offering these messages in their concentrated form, Thanks, thankfully, in reflection of the pause that I took, right? So this first message refers to who we are in the context of our relational legacy. This first message is connected to who we are in the context of our relational legacy. So in our family dynamics and our friend uh, and in a tribe connectedness, who are we? And so I want to offer this. We are able through wellness work to go from the black sheep to the generational curse breaker. We are capable of manifesting a life for ourselves where we transition and transform from the black sheep in our relational connectedness to the generational curse breaker. Now, when we talk about generational curses, that means something different to everybody. For some of us, it is a firsthand recognition of what exists in our bloodline. And for others, it's an understanding that there are just circumstances and experiences that hit harder for some than for others. And the reason and the way and the frequency of how it hits gives impression that it's bigger than them, right? So... However we view the understanding of generational curses, we understand and and have belief that they're significant and that they're real. And so I say from my firsthand account, uh, when I thought about the term generational curses and I looked at the depth of what that meant and how it associates with my family dynamics, I considered that that term gave a language to a world of misunderstanding that I had for most days of my adolescent life. How could this person, why would this person, who does this person think they are, who does this person think I am, you know? And so I think about how oftentimes in my familial dynamics, I was the black sheep in certain forum and certain spaces, and I was the coveted um, person in other contexts and situations, coveted in the sense of being loved and cared about and unconditionally regarded and respected. And those moments were short-timed and short-lived and they were fleeting. But every time I had them, they enhanced my ability to go on until the next time I could experience them. They steadied me. 
more often than not, I was in experiences where it was just sad energy. Quiet can be sad, you know, and so I had to relearn and affirm for myself through wellness work that being in quiet, being in uh, isolation, being in deeper thought were good things because I was able to ponder differently than I did in my childhood. So in childhood, it was about recollection and just reliving, and it wasn't good when I had quiet time, and my household was not often quiet, but I grew into regarding and respecting the quiet and understanding it as an opportunity to delve deeper into what I wanted, who I was, and all these wonderful things. So as someone who, I'll speak um, objectively, as someone who is characterized as a black sheep that's associated with how people view your difference, how people view your uniqueness, through wellness work, I understand now everybody has difference. Everybody has uniqueness. Everybody has idiosyncrasies and quirkiness and things that make them, dare I say, sometimes annoying to their most loved and cherished relationship relation, connectedness, spiritual being, energetic form, whatever we want to call each other in relation to each other. See, I'm going beyond the ego. I'm talking more on a spiritual level, right? So in in spirituality, this person who I may call on a superficial level my mate, this person is kindness. They are in uh, light. They are love. They are uh, trust. They are faith. That's what people that's what people represent to me when I see them in this season of my wellness. So I have a visceral response when the energies are are not good toward me and it's very hard to overcome that, but I'm learning. So that's another podcast episode, ego to empathy. Really, yeah, ego to empathy. I just catch that one. Anyway, so as a black sheep, you condition yourself to believe that you are negative, that you are problematic, that you are unworthy, that you are, um, that you must be acceptant of certain treatment and behavior, that, that, that becomes your title, that that becomes your identity, black sheep. And as a younger person in adolescence and then young adult, I did not call myself a black sheep, but I felt that my difference and my uniqueness were not, um, were not acceptable, were not respectable, were not, um, valued as important in the scheme of the larger relationship, right? Because I got a one-to-one relationship with people in my family, but then we have a collective nuclear family relationship and all the nieces and nephews relationship and all the grandchildren relationship right so these these huddles or these small sex s-e-c-t-s of our relationships within family speak to various levels and 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 understandings of our identity who I am as a cousin is a little different from who I am as a mate it's a little different from who I am as a mother it's a little different from who I am as an uh, a professional or employee, right? As an educator, looks different, but they all have a streamlined foundation of my uniqueness and difference. So our uniqueness, so let me pause and say, your unique difference never leaves you. It never leaves you. And through wellness work, you are able to amplify its message, its voice, its confident power, its infinite wisdom, is peace 
and wellness. You are able to amplify all those things within your unique difference. Or you can quiet them, you can dismiss them, you can disrespect them, you can ignore them, you can dishonor them. And I would argue that the title and the subsequent interactions with others attributed with calling ourselves the black sheep holds us back from being our uniquely different self. And that's not fair to us. That is toxic for us. And for us, like any and everybody else who wears that that title of black sheep, it is a slow death. And I don't want to be overly dramatic, but it is a slow death because you suffocate yourself under the weight of the black sheep title, of the black sheep um, implication. You choose not to make certain decisions. You choose not to say certain things because you don't want that to further cement you in that title or characterization. Here's what I want to offer you today. I know you got my point (laughs) of the weightiness of the black sheep title and how it allows or disallows us to interact with others. Come to the realization, queen, that as a uniquely different person, you are entitled to your voice being amplified and consider the number of relationships in your life where you have through your empathy and through your intuitiveness seen witnessed the unique difference of others and truly embraced them and cared about them and loved them and worked through your challenges from time to time with dealing with their unique difference see you know how to let things go you know how to see the bigger picture you know how to take your feelings for the moment and put them on a shelf to further empathize and connect with somebody else all of those are gifts and they're not channeled appropriately when you take on the responsibility of doing and being black sheep kind of stuff no on today we recognize that we are entitled to amplifying the voice of our unique difference and in doing so we create a space because we take up space and we want it to be known we take up space in embracing and amplifying our unique difference. So when we do that, we give other people space and volume and dimension to do that within their own lives. And that's what I mean. We're taking up space in our own world. I'm not declaring that I deserve to amplify my voice as my uh, uniquely different self to Beyonce. <laughs> I'm not declaring that she put that in her, her repertoire of her life experiences. No, in my own world, I choose to amplify the voice of my unique difference. And when I do that in my own world and other people bear witness, they are encouraged, inspired, and impressed, maybe. And I hope that that translates to them choosing to do the same thing. And it grows and it grows and it extends and extends. And that is the true definition of generational curse breaker. Creating space within your own life to allow for the amplification of your unique difference creates generational curse breaking and dissolution, dissolution, dissolving of those bondages, (laughs) those um, hindrances to people amplifying the voice of their unique difference within their own life. 
So on today, says I just wanted to plant the seed of encouragement, of inspiration, and perhaps of a different perspective that says you decide how you want to identify within yourself and how you want to be characterized in the larger world and choosing to embody the negative and toxic title of black sheep minimizes and decreases the amplification of your unique difference and nobody got time for that because you live in a world where you are constantly embracing the unique difference of everybody else, whether you like it or not. And you try to make sense of it and you try to be objective about it and you try to regard it and respect it as being worthy of taking up space because that's all you do. You see that person who's very unpleasant to be around and you take your deep breath and you deal with them the way you have to and then you move on. See, some people can't even do that. And that's okay because that's where they are in their season of wellness work. But in your current season, you give space and place for the unique difference of everybody else that you encounter, whether it's for a minute or for too much time in the context of how they present, right? Give yourself that space. And when you do, sis, just know that you are moving mountains in the constructs of the generational curses that you're breaking. I hope you have a good rest of your day. Namaste.